Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Oh, hit it shot! Oh, baby, what a play! This is Jeff Fedoni with Believe in Chiefs on the Believe Network, Kansas City's number one sports podcast network. The only place with show for every team in KC and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? On this week's show, former Kansas City Chiefs offensive lineman Joe Valerio and I discussed the Chiefs opener. And it's also the NFL season opener against the Lions. It's finally here. But first, Joe, I had an opportunity to interview uh, Joe Montana last week about his new whiskey business. He's such a big name. He's such a big name that I interviewed him actually from the hospital a day after my son was born. <laughs> and actually, it was supposed to be a Zoom, and it would have been cool to see his face and for him to see my face. But, you know, we did a call because I was worried about connectivity and noise in the hospital. Anyhow, here I am jumping through hoops to interview him, probably putting my marriage in peril because my wife is questioning why <laughs> I'm not doing interviews the day after. And it occurred to me, Mitt, you, I'm so excited just to talk to him. You not only caught passes from Joe Montana, you caught touchdowns as an offensive lineman. You caught them against the 49ers. Joe, do you ever – so this is going through my mind. Do you, like, pinch yourself ever thinking about that you had this opportunity? All the time, Jeff. All the time. I mean, it's – it's it's. I can't even – sometimes it's – I, I don't even – I can't fathom um, how how much – like how cool that was, right? Mm-hmm. To be to be a part of of his, you know, touchdown receiving repertoire, right? I mean, it's cr- crazy to think about, like the fact that I, and in some cases, like caught more than some of his receivers, yeah. <laughs> like which which is crazy, right? To think about and and to to know that even though, like you know, Joe's, I mean, he's older than I am. Like I, I mean, he'd be the first to admit it. I mean. I watched Joe as a very formative in my formative years, right. Mm-hmm. Of, of my, of my relative youth. And, you know, then all of a sudden to be on the field with him and in the huddle and then to be on the other end of, of, of a receiving touchdown from him, like, and especially in the games too, like that's, that's the other pinch. Like I pinched myself the fact that it happened and happened multiple times. Mm-hmm. Then I pinched myself about the games that it happened in, right. The Raiders, the Chiefs' number one, I don't care what anybody says, they're still and will always be the yeah. Chiefs' number one opponent, right? Raiders week, like right? So Raider week. I call one Raider week, right? Then then you go to fast forward to the next season, and it was, you know, the 49ers shootout, Joe Montana versus Steve Young. And then what the cherry on the top, Joe, uh, Monday Night Football. Yeah, sorry, sorry Joe, I, I shouldn't have interrupted there, but, yeah, that, that – Chiefs Niners game. I mean that that goes. All those games are big games, big rivalry games. But Joe Montana versus Foreman, like that one is like for the annals of all time. That's like one of the biggest like regular season games um, of all time. You know, like when I edited a hundred things uh, Chiefs fans should know and do before they die. That was ranked pretty high up. As was the Broncos Monday Night game. I think yeah, was in there too. So you're catching touchdowns on two yeah. of like the most. Famous regular season games ever for the Chiefs. Yeah, it wasn't like no no offense to you know the pick a team you know the Seahawks or you know somebody who was just mired in anonymity or mediocrity at that point, right? It wasn't like it was just you know some team that was you know one in twelve when we played them, and it was like all right, ho hum, mm-hmm. you know it was those games like that's that's anyway long. 
we I know we talked about it for you, and I'm and, and it kind of is it's apropos to you, you know, talking to Joe this week. But yeah, I, I do, Jeff. I do literally have to pinch myself sometimes when I think about it. That's awesome that you have such cool perspective about that, but because that was definitely going through my head. Uh, well, we'll obviously what fan, uh, fans are tuning in here to listen to us uh, break down uh, and preview the Lions game on Thursday, and we'll get to that in a second. But first, Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and of course the NFL season, which is kicking off with the Chiefs. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games, available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE, B L E A V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Well, Joe, back to the games at hand rather than the Joe Montana games. Yeah. Um, so this, I, I see this game on Thursday is very high scoring. And my take is after the Chiefs and the Eagles, we've talked about this a lot. And I know you've talked about it um, on 810 radio uh, on Tuesday mornings. But the Chiefs and Eagles, in some order, probably have the best offensive lines in football. The Lions might be number three. They have a very good offensive line, and they have two good running backs, new, new additions, actually, David Montgomery from the Bears and rookie Jameer Gibbs. So I expect them to try and crank out chunks of yards and and keep Mahomes off the field. And I think they're going to have some success moving the ball. Uh, I think they're going to put some points up. I'm just not sure the Lions will be able to stop the Chiefs. Um, They ranked dead last in the NFL in defense last year, and they have some additions, uh, but but still. Anyhow, so that's that's my take, Joe. I see a high-scoring game. I see the Lions focusing on the run. What's, What's your take? Yeah, I think, well, you know, Jared Goff is a great game manager. He's definitely in the top third of quarterbacks. You know, he's got mm-hmm. the pedigree. He he can play. I think the addition uh, of this, you know, running attack now that they have and the fact that this offensive line is playing together for the first time since 2000 or 2020, I believe. So it's been, you know, three years since they've had a consistent offensive line coming into the season. So I think they've got to be excited about that. Um, Jonah Jackson, their, their left guard is actually, I saw him play high school football coached against him when he was in high school, uh, at our rival, uh, the, at the high school, not where I went, but the high school where I coached and, and which was also a rival of one of the high schools where I went, uh, Pencrest high school here in the Philadelphia area. So, uh, yeah, I watched him kind of grow air quote, grow up. So, you know, excited that that was, he, I imagine he had a future NFL player. He was pretty dominant. Uh, against you guys, or did you guys hold your own? We held our own. Like he, you know, he played on a, a relatively smaller school than ours. Um, you know, he very talented. Uh, went on to have, you know, finish finish out a great career at Ohio State. So we all knew he was a top mm-hmm. top Division One prospect. But you know, football is a you know what I would call a weak link sport, right? You need more than one player mm-hmm. to to sort of dominate. So, yeah, so watched him play, and he was fantastic. And it's a great – plus, he's just a phenomenal human being, which is even makes you even more happy. Um, so, anyway, that offensive line is good. I, You know, I, I still have a feeling, even without Chris Jones, I just still have a feeling that the, the Chiefs are going to win this game relatively big. And I just have a feeling they're going to put together a game plan that's going to keep – Jared Goff from really getting into a rhythm. So 
you know, my prediction, not to jump too far ahead, I know we like to do that sometimes at the end of the pod, but, you know, I'm seeing this game as like a 27-13 game. And I know that sounds like, what? Like, first game of the year, everybody's kind of feeling their way around. Um, but I just I just have a feeling that the Chiefs offense is going to ramp up as, as the game gets going, and they're just going to start pulling away. I mean, the line is six and a half. That's a touchdown, you know. Um, I just see I just see the Chiefs getting rolling end of second quarter into the third quarter, finish the game off with like a you know 27 to 13 two touchdown win. I just I just have a good feeling. And now that is does not take anything away from the Lions. Um, I, I think the Lions are an up and coming team, and I could totally see this team, you know, winning 11 games this year, maybe 10, 11 games. So um, I know they're an up and coming team. They're playing in a you know a division where they can. I think wins win more games than they won last year and, and, and make a playoff run. I just have a feeling that with all the preparation this team, this Chiefs team has done coming off the momentum of last year, that they're they're gonna pull away. That that's my that's my prediction. And I know that's a sounds like a Chiefs Homer prediction, but I feel really strong about this team starting out and and actually overcompensating for not having Chris Jones. I think Spagnola is gonna put together a nice blitz package to keep Jared Goff on his toes. Yeah, I I, you know, and, and they've, you mentioned not having Chris Jones and Joe, that 27-13 score was the same one you predicted, I know, on uh, uh, A10 radio. And uh, I encourage anyone to listen. Joe does a great job, 7.30 a.m. Central every Tuesday, or you can just listen to the podcast version. Same score. I, I admire that you were consistent, you know, Joe, with that score. You're not, you know, you're not trying to give different scores to throw enough darts out there. But, so you're maintaining the same score, although so on Tuesday, the which is the last media day the Chiefs have because it's a Thursday game, uh, Andy Reid opened up his press conference and he said that Travis Kelsey hyperextended his knee. Now, we don't know that what that means. It's since been reported his ACL is intact, so the most dire of um, – you know, yeah. outcomes has been, you know, uh, that that's been ruled out and it could be anything from a bone bruise to, you know, anything. I, but, but Joe, does if, if he's, you know, this is close before the game one, do you think he plays? I know we don't have a lot of information. The practices part where he got tweaked, it was closed. Do you think he plays And that? Does that impact your prediction of, of what goes on Thursday night? That's a good, that's a really good, that's a great point, Jeff. Um, I, I, you know, this team is is obviously built around players and, you know, Andy does an amazing job of building a playbook around his players, which I've always admired. I've mentioned it many, many, many times on the pod, right, that that he's a master at both meeting the playbook to the players and the players to the playbook. Not, not many coaches do it as well as he does. But I do think that this team is well-rounded enough. Um, I think they're, you know, the fact that Travis may or may not play, you know, I don't know if it really, that's not going to change my, my, my thoughts on this. I, I, you know, I, I still think this team has all the right tools to have a two touchdown win and to hold, you know, the lions point totals down there. I still feel like the lions are going to be trying to gauge this offense that they have too. They're going to be trying some new things you know, yes, the line's intact. Jared Goff's got, you know, a couple years under his belt now with with the Lions. But I just have a feeling that, you know, the Chiefs are going to be a little bit too much for for the for the Lions this opening week. 
I might think differently. If Travis isn't playing and Chris Jones aren't, isn't playing week eight and the Lions know who they are and the Chiefs know who they are, maybe I think it's a, a, a one-touchdown game for the Chiefs, maybe even closer, maybe a field goal because of watching what the Lions did. I just don't know – I just don't know if the Lions can continue the momentum that they had based on some of the new players that they ha- they've picked up and the fact that they're coming into Arrowhead on a Thursday night primetime where this team's, team's going to be ready to roll. Now, I never really answered your question about Travis. Does he start? I don't know. I don't think I start him. I mean, that's just my opinion. I, I think you wait to see game time decision, how he's feeling. If they jump out, the Chiefs jump out to a 7 nothing lead, you know, they start early or maybe they, you know, maybe they uh, they defer the kickoff and then they they hold the Lions and then they score on their first possession. And I just think they hold them until maybe they possibly need them. If if he's playable, if, if he's actually can play, if he's not, I think Andy Reid doesn't do anything silly week one. We need Travis oh. Kelsey for the whole year. But, you know, if he's if he's playable and he tells the coaches he's good and they believe him that he's not just being a hero then you know i think i think they hold them out until they they might need them just to get them out there yeah joe the thing for me for this game is i i, I touched on this a little bit before but i just can't get over i actually think it's going to be closer than than your your prediction i just the lions did their, their defense should be better you know they have a, a young aiden hutchinson was so good as a rookie he should be even better as a second year guy and, and they made some additions they added uh Cameron Sutton, uh, CJ, uh, you, you remember Joe from from the Eagles, Chauncey Gardner Johnson. He'll that's a that's a nice addition right there. They drafted some guys, um, Brian Branch, a guy who could have gone in the first round. Um, safety from Alabama is pretty good. They like Jack Campbell, a guy they uh, drafted, uh, middle linebacker. But Joe, this this defense was just 30, 32nd overall last year dead last in yards allowed, and they were bad against the pass and the run. I, I just don't see, even if Kelsey doesn't play, which we're, we're all – nobody really knows because there hasn't been information, at least with so close to the game, I would I would guess that he doesn't. I just don't see how this the Lions can stop the Chiefs. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I just think it's – and I think it's going to be high scoring. I think both teams are going to they, – they come up with so many – cool game plans and plays. And I think the defenses won't have like quite gelled yet, you know, and especially the chiefs missing a and, and, and Jones on the defensive line. I think the chiefs are going to give up some points. I could actually see, because the chiefs seem to always do this. Like I could see the lions jumping out to a lead even late and just Mahomes bringing him back. Like he always does from a deficit. Yeah. So I, I, I think it's going to be high scoring, I think 34-30, 35-30 Chiefs. I think where I differ, Joe, is I just think that the Lions will score more points. I think they've got some real re- weapons, um, you know. And uh, Jonah Jackson, that that offensive line, Joe, do you agree with me that they – I think the Eagles and, 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 and Chiefs are kind of top tier, but the, the Lions might be the – as somebody who knows offensive line play, do you agree that they, they're they're – kind of maybe that third best or something like that. Yeah, they're def- definitely top 5. Definitely yeah. top 5 line. I mean they're they're and and I, you know, anytime even even an opponent, I love to see an offensive line gel and and play together and stay together and build chemistry because I 
you know, I love the position, right? And I just love to see good, solid offensive lines that do everything right. And they're definitely one of those teams. So, yeah, I, I, um, I, you know, listen, Jeff, I, listen, I totally agree that it could, it could possibly go that way. There's just something in my gut in, in this relatively little time to analyze right in the preseason. We don't really get to see a whole lot, right? We don't get to see a whole lot of finished product and certainly nothing from the lions. Right. I mean, as, you know, as, as, as a couple of guys who follow, you know, the AFC and the chiefs, like, you know, we don't get to see a whole lot of the lions. I, I quite frankly, haven't really seen much tape on them, to be honest. I just know that I'm kind of going off of my, my gut, of, of where I know this team is um, in their development and where the chiefs are in their sort of life cycle. And, and that's what I'm kind of, I'm going off of. Cause you know, the opening week is you're right. It could go either way. I mean, this could be a high thirties game where teams just, it's just a, it's just a, a barnstormer, right? Uh, chiefs are going to have to find their way with their receiving core. They may, they may let, they may air it out. Um, they may try to keep the ball on the ground and see how Isaiah Pacheco does. So, you know, it's it's going to be interesting to see. And, and this first game, we'll know a lot more after this. We'll have a lot more to talk about, obviously, about what this team's chemistry is and what the makeup is, especially if Travis – and with, well, we know Chris Jones isn't going to play, but especially if Travis doesn't play, we're really going to find out about this team um, because we're going to see what the Chiefs linebacking core can do against this running back uh you know, sort of stable that that the the Lions have. And we're going to see sort of the maturation of a lot of players who pretty young. I mean, the Chiefs defense is still relatively young defense. So I'm hoping for a big maturation out of that. And I'm hoping for, um, you know, maturation at the in the defensive backfield, you know, as, as these guys play more and more together and figure out where each other's going to be on the field. Um, I, I think you know, I'm going to make a bold prediction that that the defense, in some ways this year, in some games, could outshine the offense. Yeah. You know, I think the defense is going to be a lot harder to get to know from the other side of the ball than than the Chiefs' offense, right? Because you know, you know, defensive coordinators spent if you're playing if the Chiefs are on your schedule, you spent the entire offseason watching their offense, right? <laughs> Just. Just to just figure out how you're going to stop it, especially in the AFC West, where you got to stop it twice. So you know, you just hope that that this defense can can sort of begin to outpace the offense a little bit, because we know that that's probably what's going to get them through a repeat Super Bowl is is how their defense plays. You know, not to pull out the old cliche that you know offense wins games, defense wins championships, but I think this year in particular. T- this defense is going to have to outshine the offense in certain in certain games. Great point, sir, Joe. We're going to take a real quick pause here. Uh, Joe, um, I'm curious. So, what is your is there a matchup that you're most intrigued to see? Player to watch, matchup to watch for a Thursday night ga- Thursday night's game. Well, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm two things. Um, I'm excited to watch the offensive line for the Chiefs to see how the tackles do. Real game, real life scenario, pads on, no preseason, you know, no like nine snap games, you know, for an offensive line, like a full 60 minute, you know, 55 to 70 play game for the for these tackles to see if 
we are absolutely, you know, in a, in a in a spot where, you know, the, the these offensive this these tackles do what we ask them to do in signing them. Um, that's my first thing I'm going to watch for, of course, right? I'm going to go to the line. The next thing I really I'm excited about is we're going to have bet online odds on 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 how often you. Uh, when yeah. you have matchups to watch, you go against. You don't pick the offensive yeah. line. We'll start. Uh, and you know what? Maybe if if this if this offensive line plays stellar and these two tackles do what they're supposed to do, maybe we take a couple of weeks off from the <laughs> offensive line, unless there's unless there's some major rush end or some incredible defensive front that that the Chiefs have to play against. And, and I'm sure we'll figure that out as we move along. But I'm also I'm really excited to watch this this linebacking core. Yeah, I'm 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 another year under their belt. They're fast. We've got depth. So I, I'm sure we're going to see some rotations in there. I'm anxious to see what Coach Spags does with, you know, the, the traditional 4-3, especially not having Chris Jones. Are we going to play a little bit more 4-3 to stop the run? Are we going to be in that 4-2-5 like nickel, which most NFL teams play now on first and second down? So because of the style of play now. Um, so I'm excited to watch that. I'm, I'm excited to see the rotation. I, if I'm a fan, I'm looking for the rotation of the linebackers. How many linebackers do they play at any given moment and in what situations? And then how well do they get to the ball and do they make plays against, again, back to offensive line, against a really, really good offensive line? Because I think it's it's a big game for them. Not having, you know, two of your star defensive line up front, right? The guys who are supposed to keep the keep those big guys off of your linebackers, not having two of those guys. It's going to be interesting to see how this linebacking core can step up and and really take control of the game. And I'm that's a great one to uh, pick that I and I'm excited to see how Tranquil fits in. He he's such a versatile guy in addition from the Chargers. So excited for this game. Even my dog's excited. You could see hear him. Uh, yeah, so everybody's excited. In the background. Um yeah, and, uh, you know, the matchup I think I'm most interested in seeing is, you know, I don't think the Lions are going to be able to stop the Chiefs, and I think the Chiefs are going to put up a lot of points. I think one of the, the issues with the, the Lions' defense, I don't think their corners are great, and then the Chiefs have so many new wide receivers. They have seven on the roster. Who emerges, um, and, and can the Lions keep pace with those guys? I'm going to, I think that's going to be fun to watch. Another um, guy I'd encourage uh, – fans to watch is who I'm sure fans are well aware of Jameer Gibbs, the Lions running mm-hmm. back, you know, they drafted a running back awfully high uh, in the first round, which is unusual in this era of, you know, the running backs being devalued. So that tells you what they think of him. And he was really dynamic at Alabama. He was, Alabama has produced so many uh, really good NFL running backs, whether it's, you know, guys around now like Damian Harris and Najee Harris or, you know, uh, guys like Eddie Lacy, who had a couple real good years, but kind of um, before uh, fading away um, for the Packers. And, you know, Gibbs, I think, was as good, if not better, than any of these guys. Really, really impressive to watch. They they say that they're going to use him kind of like Alvin Kamara, like he's going to run, you know, uh, between, between the tackles and Terry runs, but also they're going to get him into space. He's going to catch some mm-hmm. passes. So I think that's that's going to be fun to watch. You know he's a um, in the Chiefs. Joe, it's kind of interesting. Uh, Coach Spag said that they've they've been watching Alabama tape to to kind of get a feel on him because obviously he didn't he played in the preseason, but not not a not a lot. So I think yeah. those 
some man, I'm I'm just Joe, I'm so excited for this game that it not only the Chiefs, but just to get this started. Yeah, it's about time, right? And the fact that all eyes are gonna be on Thursday night football, opening game, Chiefs on the big stage, right? They're gonna have all their peers watching, right? Because you know, Thursday's a relatively tough day of practice, but it's you know, they knowing that Friday is probably either gonna be a light day. Um, you know, with the walkthrough and limited contact, and then you're going to have, you know, maybe some teams may, maybe do a two-day travel. They might leave on a Friday and spend Saturday in the visiting city. So, like, everybody's going to be watching this game. Mm-hmm. And and peers, fans are, you know, every NFL fan is itching for the season to get started. So that's what that's what I think makes it exciting about opening up on Thursday night football for, for the Chiefs is that everybody's going to be watching this. And I think that's why I think the Chiefs are – Andy – loves being on that stage as humble of a guy as he is. We all know how humble he is and and he, he treats, you know, every game the same. I mean, he does, you gotta, you know, he, he steps up in these big games. And, and I think, I think Patrick is loves being on the stage, you know, just watching, you know, quarterback and seeing how he, you know, really gets going when the games, you know, really has when playing for me with there's real meaning to the game and I think this is one of those games. Again, for all those reasons, the whole world's going to be watching this game. Every NFL fan who likes football, you might even be a cheat. You may, you may be a diehard Raiders fan. You're going to be watching this game because number one, you're going. To, God forbid. What's yeah, that? I said, God forbid. But yeah, still, yeah, God forbid. But they're still <laughs> going to be watching. They're going to be watching. Number one, because they're going to want the Chiefs to lose, right? Because they're going to want to watch, and then they're going to be watching the game because you know it's the Chiefs and they know the Raiders are going to play the Chiefs twice. So like even like a Raiders fan is going to be watching this game. So that's exciting for for the team and the city. And and I really think it's going to be a fun matchup. We have two really good offenses, so I think it's going to be even if if you know I didn't have a connection to either of these teams, I'd, I'd be really curious to check it out. My one quibble, and this is me being a wet blanket, Joe, is excited as I am watching for the NFL season to kick off, for the Chiefs to kick off. You know, I've been watching old games on NFL Network. I'm getting pumped. Man, the only thing is, like, I feel that it wasn't – it doesn't feel like the season was that long. I mean, the Chiefs, they played through the Super Bowl, and then, then they had – you know, they had the draft in the Kansas City, which was almost like an extension of the season, you know, which I covered between the parade and the ring ceremony. I felt like this offseason felt so – Sure. So my old jaded sports rider body is a little kind of I could have maybe used a little bit more time. It's weird. So it's yeah. on both sides, like I'm very excited about it. I'm I'm loved that football's back, but also I could have maybe used a little bit more time yeah. to, to compress. <laughs> well, Jeff, think about it. We're doing this every week, so we're talking about it. The NFL gives you plenty to talk about, right? With the way that they set things up. And I think this season, this offseason in general, has had a lot of good news for us to share. So I, I think that has made it seem short in that there's there was always something to talk about, you know, in with the NFL. And and I think, you know, between the golf tournaments and right Patrick right. and Travis playing golf that. and yeah, you know, just the, the, the new the new quarterback series that came out, Peyton Manning, and of course, because right. we're Chiefs fans, right? It's it's uh you know, had we're excited because Patrick was in it. So like, there's just been a lot to keep. Like, it seemed like the season was going. Saturday so Night Live with Kelsey, like you're right, right? Like, it really, yeah, it was really something. Like every every kind of yeah, you're right. That's uh, that's a good. And then and this holdout, like the, the you know the Chris Jones holdout has actually really sped the off season up for me because 
Jeff, I I'm gonna I'm gonna say I, I can admit when I'm wrong. I thought I thought he I thought he'd be playing in this game. I did. And and if you if you go back and listen to our our previous podcast, I I you know I was wrong with that prediction. I I thought that he would be on the field given this game coming up. I I did not think he would hold out and miss a game. Um, and you know I know I think you had you had you were kind of in the camp that you weren't you thinking a little bit that he might miss a little bit or. You know, I it was, might be I, a little bit of a late start. Well, I, I was also wrong. I thought he'd miss maybe I thought he missed some of training camp, but I did not yeah. think he would miss regular season games, which barring something very unforeseen, that's gonna be the case. Um and, and like I, I'm pretty surprised. I think everyone was surprised. I mean, Andy Reid, they asked him whether he would Chris Jones would be at training camp, right? But he's like, Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, he didn't he didn't leave any doubt. So I think everyone has been surprised by this. And, uh, you know, yeah. I still think he shows up. I don't think it's going to take – I don't think this is going to week eight. I think he was just kind of trolling on social media. Yeah. I can't imagine that's um, going to be the case. But, again, this is – you know, this is just the reality. You know, if, if misery loves company or whatever, this might just be the reality. The new NFL, Nick Bosa, who's just as important to the 49ers, is still out. Brian Burns, who's a little more – um, underrated, but he he could uh, another edge rusher for the Panthers. So this might just be kind of the reality. And I do think, though, the good thing with the Chiefs is like, you know, we know Kelsey doesn't have too serious an injury. You know, we know it's not at least an ACL. Uh, we know Amena who's going to come back. Chris Jones will come back at some point. You have all those guys. You know, the Chiefs just need to be. They, they're going to make the playoffs no matter what. So they just need right. to be right. in this thing and have their bodies healthy toward the end of the season. And then you you kind of with Reed, Mahomes, all that crew, you got to like the chances against anyone, you know? Yeah, definitely. But I, I just, I got to keep, you know, my prediction was that this team goes 14 and three. And so, you know, Chris Jones has got to come back just so I can keep my prediction. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, we'll, we'll cut you some slack if, um, uh, on the prediction, if you know that that was, we'll give you an asterisk because we knew that we were we were thinking that Chris Jones would be there, and I agree they might. I think they'll be fine in the long run, but if the holdout continues, you know they might drop a game yeah. or two that they might not have. Yeah. Well, if you enjoy this show presented by Bet Online, please subscribe. We're available on your favorite directories: iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Luminary, and TuneIn. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week. Go Chiefs! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.